The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome, everyone, and thank you so much, first and foremost, for being intentional. We have such an amazing audience, and we love that you listen to us from all over the world. As we say and remind ourselves each and every week, there's a big difference between people who have good intentions and people who are intentional, just like our guest that we have today, um, who is bringing so much to the awareness of healthy living and healthy lifestyle and healthy way of being, uh, more importantly, the way that we eat and what we put into our lives. But thanks to all of you for all that you do to promote the show and connect us with different authors and people that are leading edge, just like our author today, Pascal Nathan, thank you so much for being with us. You're here today from Belgium, and we are just thrilled that you are here. Thank you. Thank you very much for uh, having me on your show. It's a great pleasure. Well, this is an exciting time for us in America because you have been an author for a long time. You have published a number of books, but this is the first book here in America. So I'm so glad that your information is, is getting here to us and is in English because um, we can really use it. Yes, yeah, but I, I think we can use it everywhere in the world, also in Europe. I think a lot of people in America think that in Europe everything is going better on uh, what's, what's, what is health, but I think even here as well we, we have huge problems and I think we can do much better than that. And I uh, just, uh, I heard you say that, uh, mentioning that I was uh, working for a long time on books, but uh, I've been working for eight years on books. So it's not so long, a little bit long. And I've, I have in Belgium eight books out. And my third book is coming out in Germany. My third book is coming out in France. And my first book is out in uh, America, in, uh, in New York, uh, and in America, the rest of America as well. So, um, yeah, I'm quite excited, um, I must say. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And it, 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 those of us that have, are authors, we know what it takes to actually publish a book. It's, uh, it, it's quite, a, quite a journey. <laughs> quite a Absolutely. journey. Absolutely. And I must say, in, in the beginning, I didn't find a publisher because I wanted to um, write a book on healthy food and, and a cookery book. And a lot of publishers said to me, the market is saturated. We have enough books uh, about food and about healthy food. So I had to start with a very small publisher. 
And within three years, I was the best-selling author in Belgium. And then it was not a problem to find a bigger one, a bigger publisher. They came to me at that moment. But it's true. It, it is oh, very it. hard. And, but you just have to continue and believe in your story and just continue and do what you have to do. Even if start small, there's, there's nothing wrong with starting small. I think it's nice to start small. And just let it grow and, and go your path and just continue. And I think that's the most important thing. Absolutely. Well, Pascal, how, how did you get on this journey? And, you know, why is it important to you? Is there a story there? Or? Yes, yes. I, uh, I've, uh, I've been through it all. Uh, when I was 18, I wanted to work as a model. And they asked me to slim down for... Um, seven to 11 pounds and I thought that's that's easy I just go on a diet and and that's it and which I did and which was a really um, bad idea I lost those kilos but uh, those pounds but they came back on and back off and back on so I felt into the yoga effect but it got worse uh, I really developed an eating disorder and at that moment I was not feeling really well in my body I was really kind of shy and doubting about everything and I didn't really feel good in my in my body so everything was together and I developed an eating disorder and at that moment uh, I was asking myself what is food doing to your brain what what does food do to your body and my journey my food journey started at that moment I started to read books about it um, and especially because the conventional way of eating couldn't help me because they said if you want to slim down or if you want to go on a diet or have a normal weight, you have to eat less calories, you, have to, uh, you, you may not eat any fat, you have to count the calories. Everything what they told me didn't help me. In, in the contrary, it, it, it made things worse. So um, I was looking for answers in, in studies, in, in, um, also on the Internet. I interviewed uh, a lot of uh, scientists as well. And I went to eat in a totally different way. And, and I kind of cured myself, you could say. But I saw that there, was, that there were a lot of people having the same problems as I did. And I wanted to tell my story and to help people, to help other people. And that's why I started to write books. Um, and that's I, when I was 18, I was, that's 20 years ago. So I started to write books um, to help people. And it was very surprising for me because when I started my books, I thought I'm on, these books are only for a few people, only for those who have the same problems like I do. But when I started the books, I saw that there was a big audience, that, the, that a lot of people had kind of the same problems. And my story was kind of, yeah, it was a real story. It was an authentic story. And I, I tell people um, how I eat now in a totally different way, how it helped me, um, and why I succeed now where I failed in the past. So I think it's my personal story together with the um, scientific story, um, how to eat in a more healthy way that's changed a lot. It's in Belgium, you can really speak about a movement because in Belgium, I sold uh, 
around 1,700,000 copies of my books, wow. which is uh, amazing. Um, and it's, you can really talk about a movement. And it's so nice to see because it's so nice to see that, um, that I could empower people. And like a few days before, I had another book release here in Belgium. And also there were people who were diabetic and they just turned their diabetes, diabetes, how do you say it? Diabetes. 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 Uh They turned it just by eating differently. They don't have to, uh, even she was uh, injecting herself with insulin and she doesn't have to inject herself anymore with insulin. But I must say it's, it's very important you, uh, there must be a scientific next to you who is following you because if you are injecting um, di- um, insulin, you must uh, somebody yeah, from the health must follow you because it's not something that you can do on yourself. But uh, a lot of other just diabetes um, people who have uh, who are diabetic um, diabetic type two, they reversed the illness. Um, other people who, had, who, who have been fighting the pounds all their life um, now say, I just lost a lot of uh, pounds, but now I succeed in it. And it's not, um, I can handle it. Now it's not a big deal anymore. I can enjoy food. I can even enjoy preparing food. And before eating was a struggle and now I can enjoy again um, food and and invite people, invite friends and have just a normal life and be creative. So it's it's so beautiful to see the power of food and I think we forgot about that and it's so powerful. Well, one of the things that everyone will discover when they go to your website, Pure Pascal, Pure, P-A-S-C-A-L-E dot com, is you will see how, how radiant and vibrant and energetic she is. And that's one of the things, among others, that I admire about you is that you are, you know, really living by example. And it's so evident, you know, it, it shows, it, it comes yeah. through in your energy. It, it shows in the work that you are doing. Um, can you give us um, a, a comparison as to, you know, and then some new ways that you adapted in your life so we can kind of get a, a practical sense of yes. that? Because I, I know that we have been so misinformed. Uh, a yes. lot of times to sell products not necessarily mm-hmm. for good outcome for our, you know, physical well-being. Mm-hmm. But um, let's start there because I'm, I'm so curious as to some of the adjustments that you made. Yes. Well, we all have been told that if you want to slim down or if you want to control your weight, you have to eat less calories and especially less fat, which I did. Mm-hmm. But it was totally wrong because at that moment – you're always hungry and you have those cravings. And if they become so great, you cannot handle it anymore. And you cannot work on willpower. And I think what is the most important thing to understand is that you have to eat, that you, 
that you're satisfied with each meal. The satiation is very important. And if you start with counting calories, and if you start with uh, eating less fat, you will have always hungry. It's not a, it's not a good way. So I incorporated um, more fats, but especially the first thing that I did is I skipped all the fast-acting carbohydrates. So a lot of people, and especially women, are not responding well to fast-acting carbohydrates, which, with, which I mean bread, um, pasta, potatoes, um, everything yeah, where, where sugar is in it, but especially also normal things what, what you eat, bread in the morning with jam, um, pasta, um, French fries, um, and we eat a lot of it. So now, mm-hmm. and I think the biggest uh, changement and, and the best changement that you can do is your breakfast. And I thought, okay, if bread, because I, I love bread and I couldn't stop eating bread. And I thought, if bread is not good for me because I'm not responding well to bread, because it's really a fast-acting carbohydrate, um, if it's not responding good for me, what can I eat else than bread, which is better, which is more nicer, which is healthier, something that doesn't remind me of, of, of bread because otherwise I'm going to miss it. And I came uh, out uh, with fruits. Each morning I eat now a big fruit plate together with two or three tablespoons of plain yogurt, so full fat yogurt, and with seeds as well. And the, if you look at that, it, it just makes you happy. All the colors. It's so nice to see those uh, each morning to wake up and just prepare that and to see that nice bow with a lot of shining colors, especially now in this time of year where you have a lot of variety. Um, I enjoy my, my fruit breakfast and especially together with the plain yogurt, which is very important because the, the fats in the yogurt and as well in the seeds are going to saturate you. And the satiation is very important, um, and we, we, it's not a good way to think in health about low calories. Um, now they know, and even science knows, that we have to forget about counting calories. What we have to do is eat quality and less processed food. Bread is a processed food. Um, unless you make it at home and you start from the full grains, not from uh, flour, but from the full grains, and you make it at home and you prepare it in a proper way, then it could have health benefits. But the bread you buy in a normal shop, it's a totally processed food to which your body is not responding well, and especially a lot of women have problems with that. If you eat fruit, which is 100% natural, with the seeds, with yogurt, which is 100% natural, and the full fat, your body will respond in a totally different way. And I think that is very important for people to understand because a lot of people think the, um, the problems are with themselves, that they are the problem. A lot of people say, yeah, but I'm an emotional eater. And, and they always put the problem with themselves. But it's not like that. The problem is with the food. If you eat natural foods, your behavior will be 
in another way. So it's the, it is the food that is, that is causing a bad behavior. It is the food that is, that is causing hunger and cravings. And if you eat natural foods, then you will see that your body will respond totally different. And you will see that, hmm, normally I'm always hungry and now I'm not hungry. I don't, I'm not craving anymore for that kind of piece of cake or whatever because your, your body is responding differently. For lunchtime, I have more... Um, actually, when, uh, that is, I was talking about my breakfast. That's, that's absolutely a fantastic idea to, to start with that. But in my books, I actually have one rule. And that's the only rule um, that you have to stick to if you want to eat in my way. And that rule is do not combine, so do not eat together, the concentrated carbohydrates together with concentrated um, protein. It may sound a little bit abstract, but in theory or in practice, I mean, it's nothing else than replacing bread and potatoes with vegetables and fats. So I reduce the fast-acting carbohydrates and I um, introduce more vegetables and more fats and more vegetables and more fat, that means more natural foods and more saturation. So for lunch, I'll have um, fish with vegetables or meat with vegetables or cheese with vegetables or chickpeas with vegetables, but I'm not going to mix everything together. And the result is that you have a lot more energy because everything is digested much better and much easier you feel really full because you can eat more. I'm not um, telling you how big your portions must be. You can eat everything what you want, but not everything together. And uh, the portions as, as you want. You don't have to count any calories, so you will not have any hunger. Uh, you will not be hungry. Uh, it's really a satisfying um, kitchen. Um, and for the, as the evening, I will eat again um, fish with vegetables or meat with vegetables or, um, or cheese with vegetables. Um, so I eat quite a lot. And that was my problem as well. I really have to eat a lot. If not, uh, I really feel bad or I'm, I'm not really so um, nice <laughs> if, if I'm hungry. Um, so I really have to eat. I have to have that feeling of uh, satisfaction. And that's very important for me. And now I really, I can eat. I can eat a lot. I can enjoy fat again. And it's so nice. And have that freedom again and not gaining weight at the end of the week. So a lot of people who are starting eating my way, they just, in the beginning, they are like, whoa, that's a strange, abstract way and a strange rule. But once they start, they see, well, it's very practical and it's easy. And it's, it, it's giving you also a foundation in a world of abundance because it's, it's very hard for us to maintain our health in a world of abundance. It is much easier in a restricted world. They did some uh, scientifically um, research, and in times of in war, people were healthier. Now, for the first time in, in the world, there are more people who are overweight than who are underweight. It's crazy when you think about that. So that one yeah. rule also gives you a foundation. 
because I'm not taking anything away. I just say not everything at the same moment. So everything is, everybody is like, okay, but I can handle that. If you're not taking anything away from me, I can handle that. So, okay, let's start. And after a week, they are like, that was easy and that was nice to eat. And I was, each time I was full after each meal. And by the end of the week, I lost some pounds without noticing it. And that's, if you have that feeling, that's great. That's, uh, that's the feeling that everybody should have if they are overweight. And then you can continue. If you have that feeling that, that you're free to eat what you want, losing some pounds and enjoying food, and that's a great feeling. And once you have that feeling, you will continue. Well, you know, you, you make so many um, really definitive points. Like um, I've heard many people say that people that are in their 70s and 80s and 90s, they've had more challenges because they were in the generation that they were taught don't eat any fats. Mm-hmm. And it really, it really hurt them because our body wants, natural fats. And um, I know for myself, I use a lot of coconut oil and Mm -hmm. also good butter, not make-believe butter, but real real butter. And Mm -hmm. um, it's wonderful. And you do, you have this sense of satisfaction um, Mm -hmm. that you don't have when you're denying yourself. And I've seen so many people who are miserable, you know, because they're not eating what they want to eat, and they're not eating until on up in the day, and it's like, that's so not good, because the body starts eating off itself almost, you know, we need food, we need nourishment. Absolutely, and it makes you, yeah, unhappy. When 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 I had problems with my eating behavior, I was really not a pleasant person. I was unhappy, and each time I had to work on willpower. And I don't like it when they ask you to work on willpower because working on willpower means that you have to ignore your bodily singles. And you cannot... um, That's not a good idea. I think you have to follow your body. We have to be more in our body. We have to feel our body more. If you're hungry, you have to eat. And if you have constantly cravings, that's a problem. That's a sign that something is going wrong. And I think a lot of people are, want to control everything by their willpower. And you cannot handle it. You will always lose that fight. And it's very important, as you say, to nourish your body and to follow your body and to be in the same line with your body, that your mind and your body, your gut feeling is in the same line. And that makes you, from you, a happy person. And that fat is very important as well, because fat is very important for your body, for your brain, for your gut. So it's very important, and they forgot about that. They thought in that time, around six, in the 70s and the 80s, they thought that fat was bad for us. And at that moment, they really were convinced that it was that way. But they made a really big mistake. And now they know but which is very strange is that a lot of really great and important scientists knows it already, but it's, it is going, it's flowing so 
um, slowly back to the people, and the changements yeah. are going so slowly, and I, and as well in Belgium, and that's that's I think a very big mistake, and it's because um, people don't like changement, and it's not really the people, it's also our industry. Our industry now is 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 used to work like that. A lot of scientists are used to work like that, and now there is. In, in, in fact, we put everything upside down. Before, fat was bad and, and carbohydrates were good, and now it's the opposite around. So it, it takes time to adapt, and a lot of people are faster, and which I think is very beautiful to see, is that this move, movement is coming um, from beneath. A lot of people um, is it, are in the movement, and there are a lot of big scientists as well, because I, in, I interview a lot of scientists. And, but also for them, it's very hard to change things. And it's very strange that it's going so slowly. And for me as well, um, but which is great, is with my books, I have the feeling that at least I can help and I can change um, a little bit as well, a little bit like in Belgium, it's really so nice to see a lot of people change their habits and they write me mails and they are really talking about that they have their life back. Some of them are really having, a, they, they cried and they say, I can enjoy my life again. So it's, mm. we are really talking about fundamentally, uh, fundamentally things for people. And it's really so strange that it's going so slowly. But like you are working on it with this show, I'm working on it with my books, so it will change, but maybe too slow. Yes, it, it, it does seem to be so slow, and, and so much of it is driven by, you know, things that are selling and profits and, and those kind of things. I mean, nowadays people would almost take a piece of cardboard and put the word organic on it, and I, I sadly think that someone would digest it. You know what I mean? Yes, um, yes. Because it's just it's the new thing, like this is organic and that's organic, that's organic. But mm -hmm. um, I, I love uh, such of the, not only the discoveries and what you're talking about and what you're bringing back, uh, it is more in alignment with who we are, you know, naturally, but I love that you're supporting people and learning how to work with the combinations um, to make it easier for them. Now, I've always heard that uh, I'm kind of a I'm, a, I'm a health nut myself, and I tend to eat a lot more protein and then being vegetarian, you know, then I'm kind of, I mean, I, I must plan do you know what I mean? Because I don't know how many years ago it was that I went through a drive-through window. It's been years and years and years. Um, it's probably been 20 plus years. It still amazes me that people drink sodas, doesn't it? You? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. I, I yesterday I was talking two days ago. I was talking. Um, I launched a new book in in Belgium, and I said we're gonna look in the same way as we look now to people who are smoking. And we used to have, you, you could smoke even in studios, in TV studios. If you look at those images now, you are like, God, what's happening there? We're going to look at the same way 
people who, who are drinking sodas, um, who are eating white bread, we're going to look at it in the same way. Like, God, was that possible? Because I think <laughs> once you're really into food and healthy food, and I empower people and I encourage people to read about food and to ask where does the food come from, that they understand it. And in, in one way, I think it's very easy. Just eat and stick to the natural foods. We are just 100% natural. We must eat natural foods who are designed for us to eat. If we eat those natural foods, we will respond in a natural way. We will feel better, more energetic, and we will feel more happy. So it's, it's, actually, I think it's very easy, but I think it will take a long time to... Um, yeah, to, to empower all the people um, and, and because our, all of our economics are based on yeah, um, eating in the wrong way, um, the carbohydrates, we don't really need them to be healthy, but um, it's quite easy to, um, we, 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 it's a whole industry around it because it's easy to prepare, it's good for the economics, uh, it's good. Um, it's it's easy to um, to maintain and to just put it in 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 the kitchen. And after one year, it's still good. So um, it it makes life easier. We thought, but now we know that it was wrong. It, it's not. It's a bad idea to eat that way. To eat processed food. So it will take a while, but I'm sure that people will. Yeah, will um, again take that power and say, you, you feel it already now. People are telling a lot of scientists, it's the, opposite of, uh, it's the opposite around, we don't want that food anymore. We want to eat in a different way. We feel that something's wrong and we are looking for something new. And I believe in it. I'm quite positive and I believe in, in quite a new generation and I think maybe one generation, one generation more, and I think things will change. But as long as we, we can be with a lot of people saying, yeah, we have to eat natural fat and natural foods and less fast-acting carbohydrates, but if there is still one scientist out there who is following the, the conventional way and still saying, no, 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 it's the opposite around and we must be careful with saturated fat and coconut oil is very a big problem, then we still have a problem. So we have to wait until the last one is, uh, is gone. But I think we have to, I believe in empowering people and, and changing people and, and organizing a movement. That's what I do with my books and I'm, I'm positive and I believe in it. <laughs> Oh yes, absolutely. And I, I think I think it's important, you know, and thank all of you for listening. I think it's important to to highlight that often, you know, those things seem easier initially. There are huge effects long term that do not make life easier at all. You know. Mm-hmm. And um there are a lot of people that as they age they have such difficulty with uh, their joints and uh, certain parts of their being uh, because they've had, you know, so many years of soda in the can or, um, 
I, I wonder also how, how do you feel about um, a microwave? Well, it's, it's, um, it's something that I don't use. But it's not scientifically proven that it's wrong, that something goes wrong. It's not scientifically proven yet, but I think everybody knows that it's not a good way to prepare your food. You feel it inside, there's something, I I don't trust it. But I can't find the proof. I can't find the scientifically proof. And I I love uh, working with scientific proof as well in my books. Each book is introduced um, by a, a scientific, um, and all my uh, my theory is scientifically underpinned, and I think it's important, and it's important as well for me. So I'm really looking for the evidence to not work with a microwave, but I can't find the scientific proof. Um, there have been a lot of uh, tests, but it's not really proven. But I must say, I don't eat it because it is changing food. Even from yeah. a culinary point of view, I won't, I won't use it. If, like if you put cheese in it and you take it out, the cheese, and you put it, and, and you let it, you put it there and it cools down, it will be really hard. So it is changing things. It's changing the food. So I don't believe in it from a culinary point, and I don't... I, it doesn't make me feel happy uh, to prepare it that, like that. But as well, a reason for me more not to use the, the microwave, what I try to do is if you look into my books, you will feel and you will see a kind of joy. I love to cook. I don't love to spend hours in the kitchen. I love to cook. I love to spend, if I'm cooking in half an hour, I want to come out with something very nice, something that is looking nice, something that's healthy, colorful, and you can do that. So I, I really love uh, to prepare something because I, I love and, and I believe in the power of preparing your food. Being creative in the kitchen is very important as well. And respecting all the, yeah, the way you cut the vegetables, um, I think it's very important just to enjoy preparing the food. And if you go into your kitchen and you say, oh, everything must go quickly and up and in the microwave, that's not the way of preparing food. I think we must look at food in a totally different way. We must enjoy it. And we must make, and we must make time to prepare nice food. Must, uh, we must make time to sit down, enjoy the food. And I think... For me, food is not only talking about recipes. It's talking about people because it's bringing people together. You will not prepare. If, if you are alone at home, you will prepare food in a different way. It's, it's very important. Food is a social um, thing. It's, it's, it's very important for a social life. So it's about preparing and make, taking of bringing people together. What's very important for me as well is the way we are eating. Um, it's at as, as least as uh, important for me as what you eat. That's what I always say. W- um, how you eat is as important as what you eat. Um, I'm also a ceramist, um, and I make my own plates. And it's so nice to, to be able to create your own world, because out there, there's a very strange world out there. 
And what is making me happy and what you see with a lot of people is, is just taking care of your own little world and create your own little world. Because I don't have, I can't change the world outside there. And there's a lot of things that I cannot change. But I can change little things at home. I can make it cozy. I can make it healthy. I can prepare a nice meal for my husband, for my family. I can uh, prepare a nice table, um, put everything with, with flowers. Um, and that is bringing, um, yeah, that is making us happy as well. And I, a reason for me more that I don't like uh, to work with the microwave and a reason for me that I don't like smoothies. Because smoothies, I'm asking myself, where is the food? Where are the people? Where is the enjoyment? There's a lot of things. So I think we have to think in a different way about food. And we have to enjoy more food. And we have a great relationship with food. And it doesn't have to take a lot of time. Because if I have some recipes that only take 10 minutes. So it's not about uh, going back into the kitchen and spend time in the kitchen. It's nothing, it has nothing to do with that. It's just about being creative having respect for yourself and the food and it's being yeah having creating a, re a relationship with the food and the nature around you and i see that it, it's making people happy and i think that's important absolutely um for those of you just coming and tuning in i want to share with you that we're talking today with pascal masons and she is uh, offering a whole new way of looking at eating and being healthy and having a true relationship with food, which creates uh, great energy, lifestyle, and uh, just an attitude of vibrancy. Go to her website, purepascal.com. That's P-U-R-E-P-A-S-C-A-L-E.com. I want to thank all of you. Tune in to my website, templehays.com. Love you to get the June edition of the Science of Mind magazine. I'm honored to be on the cover of it and have a good bit to share about what it means to be intentional and how to be a difference maker in the world today. Also, join us on firstunity.org. Always a pleasure to have you with us. We'll be right back after this short break. Thank you for being with us. Wouldn't you like to share the programs that inspire you most with audiences around the world? That's easier than ever with mobile giving. Just text Unity Radio to 72727 and help us continue offering spiritual programs that change lives. What if you could experience vibrant health, help heal the planet? and be a great friend to God's animal kingdom through simple choices you make at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Authors Victoria and Adair Moran say you can do this easily, affordably, and deliciously in their new book, Main Street Vegan. Everything you need to know to eat healthfully and live compassionately in a real world. Loaded with practical tips, straightforward information, and fabulous recipes, Main Street Vegan will help you on your journey toward a plant-based diet. The perks include more energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, feeling younger as you grow older, and maybe even a boost to your spiritual life. 
Purchase Main Street Vegan from BN.com, Amazon.com, or your favorite bookseller. of thousands of listeners like you have been transformed through the ministry of Paulette Pipe and her program, Touching the Stillness, one of the longest-running programs on Unity Online Radio. Paulette's latest album of guided meditations, Blissful Stillness, is a new and different experience. The mystical quality of her beautiful voice will reverberate through a Zen-style meditation, a mudra meditation, which are yoga hand positions to deepen your practice, and guided meditations, which we know and love. It features a new instrumental sound by Kelly Hunt with a bonus track by Kathy Zavada. Experience a blissful immersion into quiet and stillness by purchasing your own copy at Shop. Dot unityonline.org Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes If you have a question or comment about today's discussion you can email us at the intentional spirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome back, everyone, and thank you for being with us. Please write down, and we'll also post it within our social media. Take the time and go to purepascal.com. I'm telling you, it's an amazing website. It's a wealth of information, and especially when you see some of those meals that are prepared and how to do it. I mean, I, I, would, I would call you, Pascal, a, a, a healthy food activist because you're, you're not just talking in theory, you know. You're not just talking about the importance of it. You're also providing everybody with the solutions and how to simplify your life and giving examples and giving recipes mm-hmm. and uh, you know, big, big clap and big uh, a thank you to you for sure. Well, one of the things I was thinking earlier as you were talking is, thank heavens how you're impacting um, the children and, and young people. It saddens me so when I see children, um, they are filled with sugar products um, every day, processed sugar and then they go to school and then they give them Ritalin and other things to calm them down. And the story I was going to share with you is when (laughs) I've always been a high energy and highly sensitive person, and my father used to make me toast, and he would lace it with um, fake butter, and then he would put um, a bunch of white sugar on top of it, and I would eat, you know, two or three slices before I would go to school and just be yeah. jumping out of my skin, you know. And, um, and what people don't understand is when you, when you start out our youth not eating naturally, um, eating these processed sugars and things like that, um, often we go to the next sugar and that's alcohol. You know, we crave that because we're needing that, that fix. 
Did did you have that problem as well? I did. I did. I yeah. uh, I, I drank for. Uh, I I tried many years to do it and do it well, but I never really did. So when I was mm-hmm. 29, I I actually you know stopped, and I haven't drank mm-hmm. since. It, it'll be uh, 30 years for me this September. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, but it's so key what you're doing and what you're teaching mm-hmm. because you actually, meaning well, a lot of parents and guardians and grandparents in school systems, they're really setting the children up of a lifetime of addiction. Yes, and it's and it's a, it's a big problem, and especially as well, if you're used to eat that kind of food, you will crave for it. And especially, we must know that uh, those sugars and fast-acting carbohydrates, even bread is a fast-acting carbohydrate, because people forget they always think about sugar, but bread is even, it's the same, it's as worse as uh, sugar. Um, And they are really addictive, and I can speak uh, about experience, um, especially bread and potatoes and spaghetti, it was really addictive for me. And I think it's as uh, addictive as you could speak about yeah, alcohol. It's the same pathways that it's using. They did some um, scientifically, um, there is some scientific proof for it that the pathways in your brains are the same as uh, if you are addicted to uh, alcohol or to fast-acting carbohydrates or to drugs, it is um, empowering, especially your reward center in in your brains. So it's encouraging you to eat more. And if you used to eat that kind of food, you will crave for that kind of food. And if you have that kind of food when you are young, you will do it when you are old. And that's a very important. Uh, it's very important to know for the for the parents. And yeah, to give their children natural food. And I see it a lot with um, a lot of people who are following my books. They, can, they say, I start with your books, um, and I was pregnant from um, my son. And he is, after two, three years, he is eating well. He eats everything as I do. But my, uh, my daughter, who was already five years old, and she was used to eat white bread and white potatoes, yeah, potatoes and, and the spaghettis, and they still have difficult, difficulties to change her eating habits. And I think there's only one way. You can do it or the gentle way, and if they are curious, and it, maybe you can change their habits. But I think in a lot of a lot of ways you have to be kind of stubborn and just tell your children to eat in a different way and to prepare different foods, natural foods. And for the, in the beginning, they will. a lot of children hate my books. They, really, they, they tell to their par- parents, I hate the books of Pascal. But it's really strange <laughs> because I, I'm only using natural foods. So it's, it's the natural f- uh, flavor. I'm not changing anything. So it's not about the food and it's nothing about uh, my books. It's just because those children are never, are not used to eat natural foods. And you crave for what, you, what you're used to eat. If you're used to eat natural foods, even children, if you, use, if you give them natural foods, even when they are alone, they will, they will eat natural foods. 
So I think it's a very wrong idea. A lot of people think eating healthy is about restrictions and eating healthy, I have to work on willpower. And a lot of people think if they want to eat healthy, that's something are, that, that we are going to take something away from them. If you yeah. think in that way, it's because you're addictive and, and you're, you're in, in a, a vicious circle only with that food. But if you, once you're out of that and once you're, eat, once you're used to eat natural food, I can tell you it's kind of, it's a freedom. It's a pleasure. You feel, again, that natural feeling of, of satiation, which is a very pleasant feeling. You're not craving anymore for those sweet things. Or contrary, if it's not, I know now that I can eat a piece of cake. It's not going to kill me and it's not going to change anything. But the question is, am I, am I longing for that kind of food? You don't, it's, it's not a pleasure for me anymore to eat. I do eat uh, chocolate and uh, hot chocolate. I love it. Um, but all those other things like French fries, you're not making me happy with uh, French fries anymore. But exactly. and not even with, with, with bread. You're not making me happy anymore with bread. And even now, when I'm alone at home, but I never buy any bread anymore. But if there should be any bread, I'm not going to touch it because I don't feel like, like eating it anymore. But if you're used to eat it, then you will stick to it. And we must, we must believe that and we must understand that a lot of us, and especially women, have an addictive feeling towards those fast-acting carbohydrates, just like alcohol, just like drugs. And if you have those feelings, if you know that eating um, bread is not a normal behavior for you, you must stop eating um, fast-acting carbohydrates and you must really reduce them. And I can tell you, you must be curious in your life and just you have to try it because once you're used to it out there in the world of the natural food, there's a world waiting for you from yeah, enjoyment and enjoy eating uh, a lot of foods. It's nothing about restrictions. I can only tell people that I'm now eating much more. I'm now eating much more fat as well, enjoying fat. I'm never hungry. Uh, I eat really a big variety of whatever. Uh, I'm not vegetarian. I eat also a lot of fish, uh, few meats, but I enjoy as well meat, um, a lot of cheese as well. I'm never hungry. I don't have any cravings, and I enjoy life. Um, I have a lot of energy. I have a, I'm not quite never sick, uh, so I really enjoy life, and you I, you can enjoy life the fullest once you eat in a natural way. So I think everybody should try it at least. And I, I tell people always, just try it one week. And you will see after even three, three days, you will feel the difference. And the difference will empower you to continue. And after one week, you will say, wow, I, I really feel a lot of difference. And that is going to give you the courage to continue and it's, I can tell you, it's so easy. Just do it. And I love, I love what you're saying because the key word you're using and you've used two or three times is the word freedom. And what I found uh, years ago when I started changing 
you know, the way I was eating. Like you said, once I would do something or I would want something sweet or whatever or too many carbs, oh, I would feel so miserable. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You don't. And you don't a, want it anymore. You no, don't. Your body, does, well, it never did, but because you absolutely. developed that, you know? Yeah, a lot of people are telling me that. Um, they say, I, before I was really eating and enjoying spaghetti and french fries, if I eat them now, I become sick. And a lot of people are telling me that. And that's how your body is behaving to that kind of uh, food. But if you used to eat them daily, yeah, your body will adapt and it will, yeah, it will adapt and you don't will feel that kind of yeah, big difference anymore. But once you're used to eat natural food and then once in a while you eat the processed food, then you will feel how bad it is for your body. And that's why you don't, yeah, why you don't like it anymore. You say, okay, I don't have to to eat that anymore it's not making me happy and i think as well i think people have really a wrong idea about healthy food as i said it's not about restrictions it's about plenty i think there's so plenty food out there that we can enjoy and what you see is that people who are eating processed foods are always eating the same thing so they cannot speak about eating a variety of vegetables or whatever, of fish, of meat or cheese. They only eat the same things. So, um, and there's plenty out of there and plenty of flavor and nice things. And um, so I think, yeah, people must look at in a different way to healthy food. In a different way. Well, thank you so much for your, your willingness to write these books and be dedicated and, and for using your story that's helping so many people and not only starting a movement in Belgium, but I just see and know for you a, a movement that in so many countries we this information is needed. Everyone, thank you so much for being on our show today, and I'd love to have you back, uh, Pascal, and um, we okay. can do some camera video and some questions back and forth and get some yeah. questions from our live audience. So I'll... I'll uh, have them schedule that with you because I'd love to have you again. It's way too much information to just talk about for less than an hour. Thank you for being on our show, and thank you, everyone, for tuning thank in you, to uh, the Intentional Spirit. Thank you very much for having me on your show, and I can invite the people to go to my website. They will find there are plenty of recipes as well and tools that they can start, and you can find that all on my uh, website. Thank you very much for having me on your show, and good luck. Yes, many blessings, and everyone, that's Pure Pascal. Thank you for tuning in to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehaze.org.
You know the saying, a good deed is its own reward? Well, moving toward a plant-based diet and vegan lifestyle is one kind and compassionate act that isn't just its own reward. It will also reward you with vibrant health, boundless energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, and according to Yogi's and Unity's co-founder Charles Fillmore, even give a boost to your spiritual life. On Main Street Vegan, the radio program named for the popular book, Victoria Moran will make your move in a vegan direction easy, fun, affordable, and delicious. With enticing topics and entertaining guests every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. In this constantly changing world, life and personal values can seem more than a little unstable. Just when you think you have it all figured out, then everything changes. Sometimes life can seem overwhelming. Well, the good news is you can change your life. You have within you the power to learn how to flow with the changes and smooth out the bumps of life. You can experience the joy, peace, health, and abundance you deserve. You were created to be happy and productive. That urge to grow and express yourself was put there for a reason. Learn the spiritual principles that can help you not just to survive, but thrive in this changing world. At Unity, we'd like to help you do just that. This message has been brought to you by the Association of Unity Churches International. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. It is the birthright of each and every one of us to live an awakened life. Most religions and spiritual traditions teach us that we need to adopt a certain belief system or follow some prescribed steps to attain a state of enlightenment. A long-held belief about awakening is that only a small number of people destined to become gurus or spiritual teachers can attain it. It is certainly true that until recent times, only a small number of people on the planet had attained this state of full self-realization. These saints, mystics, and spiritual masters were seen as special. They certainly were at the time. However, times are changing. This message was brought to you by T.J. Woodward, host of Awakened Living Radio. Learn more from T.J. on his weekly podcasts. Episodes are available on unityonlineradio.org, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.